and hello yeah that was a slow opening uh the reason why we did that is because you listen to this gold of a song called this is uh nowhere to run remix by boga this was used in the trailer for baby driver which later in the episode we will be reviewing and we also went over the trailers for um upcoming upcoming shows and movies hope you enjoy And hello, everybody, everybody, hello, and welcome to We Synced It. I Synced It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? Very good. Yeah. We got, a, we got XLRs. Ex- we got XLRs again. <laughs> this uh, this podcast isn't that intimate as yeah. uh, last week's. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot of stuff posted in our on our Facebook page. Yeah, and within like the last forty eight hours, a lot of trailers have come out. A lot of uh, movie posters have been revealed. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about that later in the episode. Uh, but first, uh, Pat and I were actually able to check out Edgar Wright's Baby Driver. Um, new. This is like a new uh, film that's been added to his repertoire. This is um. Uh, I guess you could say a, a heist movie with the beat. Mm-hmm. Pat, what do you think of the movie? Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, at the time when I was watching it, I was kind of a uh, what's that uh, word that I might butcher? Skeptical, skeptical, skeptical. But uh, because you know, I'm not one to jump on a bandwagon because there's a lot of people out there. A lot of critics saying that they love the movie. I mean, it got a 98%, so it's certified fresh. And uh, one of our uh, correspondents in California, Mike, he actually saw a sneak preview of the movie and he said that he enjoyed it. So I'm like, man, there's a lot of love for this movie. I don't want to go in there with, um, you know, high expectations and then just be let down. But it is an Edgar Wright movie and there hasn't been an Edgar Wright movie that I disapproved of. Didn't really like his TV show that he had back in the day, though. Was it um, Spaced? Yeah, that that TV show. Yeah, Spaced. That's the name of it. Uh, I saw it recently, and um, the edits were cool, and everything was uh, dope about it, but um, I don't know. I just I tried to watch the TV show, and I fell asleep like three or four times. I think I was watching it just because it was Edgar Wright stuff. You ever did that kind of stuff? Like, oh, I'm going to watch it just because it's done by this person, or it has this person in it, and you're just struggling. It's just like when you see, uh, it's like how I feel about Will Ferrell sometimes. Sometimes when you just see him on camera and you're like, oh, it's Will Ferrell. He's going to be, he's going to do something funny and he's not being funny, but you're just laughing at everything that he says. It's like, nah, man, nah, you're not funny right now, man. So that show I wasn't a fan of, but all his, uh, all his movie, all his features that he's done, I'm, I'm, I'm totally on board for everything. And that movie was, um, it was extremely well done. Uh, the way that everything was in sync, it made you feel like you were in a baby's head 
as he was listening to music, living life and seeing the world the way that he did. And I'm not I'm not really sure that's what the the views that he was trying to go for, but that's what I got from it. So I'm like, okay, so he's constantly listening to music and he's seeing the world through he's listening to the he's listening to the world through the songs that he's putting on and the world is in tune and in sync with the music that he's listening to. And I'm like, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So what I mean, what I thought about the movie was it was a typical Edgar Wright movie in the way that, um, the way it was edited, mm. it was edited to rhythm. Yeah. Um, you felt, I don't know. It it almost kind of like syncs up with your own like little biological clock. Like it just felt right. Um, I thought you know there were really cool mo- uh, moments. Uh, spoiler alert! Like there's a scene where the main character is walking down a street. He's listening to a song, and you actually see like the lyrics pop up in graffiti yeah. on the walls behind him. Like that was really fun. Uh, the jokes were really fast paced, um, but like really it good. Like a, uh, it had like a nineteens. 19- like a greaser kind of cadence to it that everybody was talking like it was like kind of like a like those greaser movies man like uh you know like pony boy kind of thing like everybody was talking in those kind of cadence um and i i really enjoyed that part it gave me that um maybe because i was there was a never mind i'm not even gonna bring that up but yeah it gave me that feel it gave me that feel (laughs) um there's also I, I noticed because uh, last night I was watching Hot Fuzz because I was thinking of Baby Driver, so I, I put on Hot Fuzz on uh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Everyone looks at each other for a long period of time, but it's like an awkward look. It's not a dramatic look, and that happens a lot in his movies. And there's a scene, a hilarious scene in Baby Driver, when uh, one of the robbers, the Asian guy that's like covered in tattoos. He explains that he took he removed the E in the letter hate on his tattoo on his neck so that he would have like a plan B if he needed to look for a job. And they were like, well, how's that working for you? And then he just like stared at the guy like, who doesn't like hats? And he stares at him for like an like the camera stays on him for like an extra like two and a half seconds. Yeah. And that two and a half seconds is like gold. Yeah. It's so like awkwardly funny. Um, so, yeah, it had those typical edgar wright like comedic timing moments um visually cinematography wise the shots in the chase scenes were great yeah there is a scene where uh the main character is driving a red subaru it's driving down a street and a lot of subarus in this movie yeah it it drives down it's driving down a street and then it uh drifts and then goes into like a perpendicular street and normally in any movie you either get a wide shot of something like that happening or the camera just pans and follows the car. But in this scene, in this particular movie, you see the camera moving parallel with the car. And then when the car goes to drift, the camera then turns stationary to catch that drift. And then it starts to pan following the camera. I mean, following the car race right past the camera and in any other movie, when they have the camera stationary for too long, you feel like a spectator. You feel like someone who's like watching from the sidewalk. But because they actually had the camera moving itself with the car, you felt like you were in another car. Like you actually felt like you were in the chase. Yeah. 
yeah. almost like you were watching from like another car driving parallel with that car so i yeah. think that's what was exciting about the chase scenes in this movie um and it was very well choreographed like the cars had their own choreogra- uh, choreography which yeah. was really cool like it wasn't just a simple chase speeding down the street like they like the the chase scenes were actually telling a story like you see uh, he's driving a red Subaru, and then he sees two other red cars. So he tries to play. Um, what's the name of that game? Where cup. You, where you hide the marble in the cup? Cup. No, there's a name to it. <laughs> it's cup. No, there's a name to it. Where you mix up the cups? There's a name to that. There is. Um, it's kind of like a. Oh my Monty, god. Monty, no. Full Monty, full car Monty, no. Something Monty, um. Yeah, I think Full Car Monty. I think that's what it's that probably called. Keep on talking. Keep on talking about <laughs> number. I'll, I'll, I'll freaking look for it. But yeah, there's a scene where he's basically playing that game uh, for the cops that are watching from up above in a helicopter. And he hides between these two other red cars in the middle of the highway as they're speeding down. And then they go under a bridge and he forces one of the cars to move over to a different lane so that he ends up in the middle of the lane. And confuses uh, the police. Things like that, I mean, you really don't see in a lot of uh, chase scenes in other movies. Um, And I think, yeah, I think this was just another fun addition to Edgar Wright's um, filmography. You know, we had the Cornetto, uh, what was it, the Cornetto film trilogy with Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Hafas and The World's End. Um, those movies, beautiful trilogy. You have Scott Pilgrim versus The World, which I still believe is his best movie. Um, and then you have this one. It doesn't have the magic that the first two, that I mean, the, the other movies had that he's made. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's his worst film. I think I would put this movie on top of World's End. Oh, I totally forgot about that trash. Oh man, you oh. know what? Yeah, that's his worst movie. That's that's on the bottom of my list. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely on the bottom of my list. Yeah, man. Um What I really liked is that every time uh there was a slight hum every time he took off his headphones that that everybody just heard. Like he just heard like a slight hum and then as soon as people started talking and start going out their their day kind of thing, it just fades away kind of thing, but it lets you know that yeah, you are you are also in sync with what's going on in this movie. So you hear this slight little hum every time he uh he takes off his headphones or every time somebody like bangs his uh what you call it, his his uh what you call it, his uh his ear or something like that. It was pretty cool. And on top of that, uh it kept you guessing on who was going to be the main villain in the actual movie because as you're watching the movie, you start to think that, okay, it's going to be uh, the guy from, uh, what's the name of that? House of Cards. It's oh, going to be that. Spacey. It's going to be Kevin Spacey. I'm like, all right, it's going to be Kevin Spacey. Then I'm over here thinking that, oh, I know who it's going to be. It's going to be the guy from uh, Walking Dead. That guy. It wasn't him. Then I'm like, oh, okay, it's going to be Jamie Foxx. That's who it's going to be. Then it wasn't him. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's, it's the dude who was like all cool and coy with him in the beginning of the movie and i'm like oh okay this is his uh his antagonist yeah. this is the guy 
Yeah, there's definitely an, an, uh, an unexpected turn in the movie um, as far as who you think the main villain's going to be. Everyone, I mean, just by looking at the trailer, yeah, like you said, it, you definitely think it's going to be Kevin Spacey. There's going to be a big-ass showdown, and yeah. it's not. It's like the person you least expect, which I, thought, which I also thought was yeah, pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Like, but the whole thing about Kevin Spacey and him being, like, cool and friends and stuff like that, that kind of, like, I was like, I don't know. I can't see if I could be kind of cool with a guy who said that he's going to kill me. As a little kid, he said that he was going to break your legs and do all of that stuff if you don't help me. If you don't help me get my money back, kind of thing. And then later on, when you're trying to get out because you already paid your debt, he says that, "Oh yeah, um, just because you pay your debt doesn't mean that I'm done with you. You're lucky to me. So if you don't do this, I'm going to break your legs." And then he responds, uh, he says, uh, "Am I on the Am I on the job?" Which is like an inside joke if you ever watched the movie or something like that. He says something along the lines, "says So are you going to be on the job?" And then Baby says. Am I on the job? He says, no, I'm not. It's not a rhetorical question. I need you to answer yes or no kind of thing. Because usually what he would do is uh, Baby would just repeat that question and says, okay, I'll see you tomorrow kind of thing. But at this point, he's no longer in debt to him. So then he actually needs him to say yes or no kind of thing. But if he says no, he's going to break his legs and he's going to he's going to kill his uh, his. his adopted father. No? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it adopted father? His, I guess, foster? <laughs> foster father, yeah. yeah. His foster father kind of thing. But, um, oh, I'm spo- uh, spoiling the shit out of the movie. As usual, that's what we do on this podcast. If you haven't seen the movie, uh, this is this is nothing but an appetizer for the actual main feast of watching that movie. Because I suggest you guys watch it. It's a real good movie. Um... You know what? Don't watch it expecting that you're going to see a good movie. Just watch it expecting that you're going to see a movie that's about a guy in... In a car. Yeah, a guy in the car. Just expect it, Just expect that much. Don't... I don't want you... I don't want to boost up this movie and you know it's going to be a terrible movie for you. This movie is just what it is. Do not expect m- much more than what it is. It's not going to be... Nobody's going to be doing a thesis about this movie. Actually, I can't even say that because I did a thesis on Drive. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, uh, <laughs> don't, uh, yeah, I mean, people might do thesis on this movie. So, eh. And I really can't even call this movie a period piece because there are certain things about this movie that I'm like, I just, it didn't make any sense to me because let's say that baby is about like, let's give him 20 or 19, right? Mm-hmm. He was he was dealing with tape decks. Um, his parents were driving a car that take that took a tape deck. So let's say that his parents uh, had the accident when he was like ten years old or something. Oh man, that's around like what two thousand nine. What the hell are they doing with a car with a tape deck in it? That car looked vintage, didn't it? Didn't it look like a Cadillac? There was a lot of vintage stuff. He had a collection of iPods that were all old school. Yeah, because he didn't know how to work. He didn't want to work a computer. He just had a whole bunch of iPods. And instead of just having different playlists for moods, he had an iPod per mood. Yeah, per mood. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of <laughs> weird, but it was like, it, it was like okay, I get it. It's cool. It's cool. It's like one of those things like uh, 
this cool quirks that uh, characters have kind of thing. Like his quirk is the the radio, like the whole thing about the music, and he has different iPads for different things. And uh, what's another cool quirk that uh, some characters have? Um, oh, um, damn! What movie was that? That the guy he tried to stop smoking cigarettes. So what he did was he had the he had what you call it like. There's these little filters that you could put on the back of like cigars or something like that, or like little uh, black and mouse. So he just put it in his mouth and he just, just you know, because he had an oral fixation. So just so he could stop smoking, he just had the thing in his mouth just so he can just. There, there was you know little quirks that people have in movies that are like, oh, that's pretty cool kind of thing. I, I like that kind of stuff. Um, what else about that movie that was pretty awesome? Um, Oh, just mind you, everything in that movie is in sync. So, I'm talking from gunshots, car crashes, uh, people dancing in the street, people talking in the street. People would, people would say stuff, and it was actually the lyrics of the actual song, which was pretty dope. Um, there's a lot of things that just happened. It's like you're watching them. Oh, this is a musical. You said yeah, that he was doing a musical. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a heist musical. But it's... See, I want to see more musicals like this, where it's really not... Characters, yeah, uh, doing karaoke of this a famous is a song. Guys, musical. This is yeah. I wanted. <laughs> I want a musical where it's just awesome music playing. Yeah, this is a guys musical. This is not like uh, uh, Baja Men. You know what I mean? La La Land. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, it's not Holy like that. Holy shit! Movie. You know what's a what's a musical with uh, driving involved? Grease. There's a drag race at the end of the movie. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's even a scene where they're like souping up the car. Yeah. So Grease is one of those movies just just like this. And I mean this movie is way better than Grease. I mean Grease is like an old school musical. This movie is like a musical from you trick people. You can actually trick people and then at the end of the movie says, you know you just watch? Yeah, I watched a good movie. You know, you just watched a good musical. <laughs> sir. You just watched a good musical. How do you feel? How do you feel about that? Well, what makes a musical? What make is it somebody has to do a performance? How many performances do you actually need for the movie to be a musical? Cuz if it's only one, we could say that Guardians of the Galaxy is a musical too cuz it started off the movie with him actually singing. Mm. We need we need to have a definition of what makes a musical. What makes a musical a musical cuz in that movie, in uh, Baby, Baby Driver, there really wasn't no, uh, there was a performance, but. It was a lip sync performance. Yeah. And it wasn't a lot. It was not like a whole song kind of thing. Yeah. But it was a but lot But it was a good scene. Yeah. Like that one lip sync scene of him going down the street. Yeah. I liked that more than any other scene in any other musical. Yeah. That, that was, that was amazing. You guys should check out the movie. It's a pretty cool movie. Um. As of right now, that's the movie of the summer. That is the movie of the summer right now. That's the that's the movie that beat. Um, I don't know what else we have coming out. I think, uh, I mean. Well, we, we got Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man out. coming out. Ooh, we have Planet of the Apes coming out, which yeah, is, I, uh, I saw the latest trailer. It's looking pretty good, looking pretty good, looking Planet of the Apes-like. Uh, we so. got Dunkirk coming out Dunkirk. next year. Uh, next month, I mean. Next month. Is that a summer, that's a summer movie, too? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good movies coming out. So so far, um, Baby Driver has set the bar and it's set it high too. 
So out of four Subarus, what would you give this movie? <laughs> um, shoot, man, I give this thing a Dodge Ram. Okay, which is better than a Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> This movie is good. Uh, out of four Subarus, I give it a... Uh, or out of four iPods. Out of four iPods, I give it three. I give it three. You know what this movie reminded me of while I was watching it? Um, I remember back in back in like middle school, right? We, used to, we went on this field trip. I think it was to uh, the police museum. They don't ha- I don't think they have that anymore in uh, Miami. But we went to the mu- police museum. And in middle school iPads weren't out, but, you know, people had, like, uh, CDs that had, you could put, like, 100 tracks on a CD kind of thing and stuff like that, but not a lot of people were doing that, because not a lot of people knew how to do that kind of stuff, and I remember it was funny, because I had a CD player in the bus, and everybody had their own CD player, so everybody would listen to their own stuff, and, you know, I had my own, I think the only album that I had was, um... That the only album that I brought was The Chronic. That's the only album that I brought. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm listening to it. And I'm like, you know, I want to listen to something else. I'm like, oh, let me see if I can just ask one of my friends if we could just switch albums or something. And I, you know, I talked to my homeboy. I'm like, yo, hey, hey, you want to, what you listening to? So I'm listening to The Chronic. Now, mind you, The Chronic has come out like two years prior to this. And he said, oh, I'm listening to The Chronic. I'm like, oh. Well, I'm listening to the Chronic, so I can't switch up, switch out with you. And I try to ask somebody else. Everybody's over here listening to R and B stuff, and I'm like, I really want to listen to some hip hop. So either I can either listen to uh, damn, what's the name of that? I think it was uh, Lucy Pearl, or I can listen to the Chronic for what my options, or some type of R and B song, or some type of uh, what's the name of. Destiny's Child or something. So I'm like, yo, I guess I'm listening to some Lucy Pearl. And that's how I got into Lucy Pearl because on the way over there, I didn't want to listen to Chronic anymore because I listened to that thing to death. And I ended up listening to Lucy Pearl. And when I was at the police, uh, while I was at the police museum, I remember listening to it and I'm just thinking like, yo, this this album goes hard. <laughs> this album goes hard for the, for an RB album. And that's what this movie reminded me of. It gave me that nostalgia feel of like just listening to to music, just so you can get you out throughout throughout the whole day, kind of thing. Uh, even though my battery died like halfway through the trip, but <laughs> <laughs> but it is what it is, you know what I mean? Thank God I don't have that issue anymore. But ugh, yeah, that's that's my whole view on uh, what that movie did to me, and I, I really enjoyed it. The movie was the movie was dope. All right. Well, we were mentioning uh, how Baby Driver basically set the bar for these upcoming summer movies. Let's talk about these new trailers that recently came out mm-hmm. that we posted um, recently on our Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, first up, which one should we talk about? Um, we could talk about Jumanji. 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 Starring was- The Rock, Kevin Hart, Jack Black. Uh, what do you think of the trailer? I thought it was gonna be. A, it looks like it's gonna be a fun movie, just like uh, the Jumanji that we grew up with. But no, let me take that back because I saw your face. I saw what you did there. <laughs> Even though I me, mean, I saw motorcycles. I saw motorcycles, and I'm like, that's not Jumanji. Watching the trailer, I was like, well, that's not Jumanji. That's not Jumanji at all. But 
I take it that the game has evolved and grown because in the trailer, it's no longer a board game. It's a video game, and it looks like it's on the NES. You have, did you see the little box yeah. and the little controls? I'm like, that looks like an NES that they're playing on kind of thing. And um, the whole thing about the, the picking the character and the guy says, well, it doesn't matter who you pick. You know, you're just going to be... The characters don't matter. You just play whatever you play kind of thing. And it, and the beginning, it gave me a whole little... Also, it's like the Misfits kind of thing. Like, uh, you know, the Misfits uh, kind of format, meaning that... Uh, Every every movie's done this. Well, from I'm gonna say from uh, Breakfast Club, the whole you get a detention, the detention crew. These are the misfits of the school kind of thing, and they're a ragtag bunch because you have the sports guy. These are people who are not usually together in groups, but they're forced together kind of thing because you have the popular chick, you have uh, the nerd guy, you have the jock, and misses somebody. Another chick. It was two chicks and two dudes. But it was like the outcast chick yeah. and then the popular chick. That's what it was. The outcast chick, the popular chick, the jock, and the nerd. And they're all together kind of thing. And they're forced to, I guess, clean up the basement of the school kind of thing. Which is like, that's... You can't be... That's... that's uh, What's that? What they call that? Like minor labor or something like that? You're not <laughs> supposed to do that to minors kind of thing. It's just like, that's not how you're supposed to do it in uh, in the United States. You can, you can go, actually go to jail for that. But they do that. And that gave me the same feel. As soon as I saw that in the trailer, I was like, oh, this is just like uh, like Power Rangers. <laughs> you know, they're in detention and this is what they're going to do kind of thing. I'm like, it's understood. I get it. I get it kind of thing. And uh, they end up going to uh, this world called Jumanji. And uh, in this world... They end up being these characters who they portray, uh, who they picked. And, I mean, uh, I guess uh, adventure ensues. <laughs> they all start going through adventures and um, start having some fun. Apparently, the girl who's supposed to be uh, scantily clad, who's uh, showing her off her belly and stuff like that, she's supposed to be like a Laura Croft kind of character. So that's why she's uh, flipping in the air and she's able to do like gun stuff. Uh, Brock, Brock, not Brock, uh, Dwayne Johnson, <laughs> the rock, Dwayne Johnson, he's supposed to be like an, um, uh, an everyman adventure kind of thing. Like, uh, he's supposed to be like a mix between, uh, Tim Drake and, um, what's another Tim Drake and Indiana Jones character. Steroids. Yeah. He's supposed to be that kind of character. I th- see. Here's the thing about the rock, man. He be getting these parts. And it's like he's the rock in every movie, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about this movie, man. I, I feel like it's just going to be the rock being the rock. Even in the trailer, you see him flexing his bicep yeah, he, and kissing it. Like, come he on. He is the rock in every movie he plays. There was one movie that I remember watching in movie theaters, and it was supposed to be like he's supposed to be some type of father who's, uh, whose son has gotten caught up in a little drug trading kind of thing. And I was waiting for The Rock to be The Rock in that movie. At no point he was in The Rock, and I didn't enjoy it. So that's 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 his shortcomings with always being The Rock in every movie and everything that he's done. It's like, if he's not The Rock, I'm not going to enjoy it because he's not going to be The Rock. Even though I do hope he is The Rock in his movie, I just don't, I just don't want him to be The Rock too much kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Too much of anything can, cannot be yeah. good. And Kevin Hart... I mean, he's going to be the comic relief, but they got two comic reliefs. 
that's the same problem that they had with um, Ghostbusters. Too much comic relief can kill a movie. You need somebody to just be the the, the straight and narrow. I guess Rock can be that guy because you know he's he's done that part before with Kevin Hart. But now he got Jack Black too. He got two of them, and Jack Black is supposed to be playing a, a girl who's being played who a girl oh shit a girl um, who ends up ba- transforming into jack in, black into yeah. jack black kind of thing so that's that uh, off rip that's already funny <laughs> that's already funny kevin hart i think he's just supposed to be uh i don't know he just i think he's supposed to be like a know-it-all explorer kind of guy cuz the way that he was dressed it seems like uh he's either going to be like like a Boy Scout? Like a Boy Scout kind of thing. Like he knows all the, the, the tricks and trades kind mm-hmm. of thing. He, he's either going to be that character or he's going to be like a tourist who just come in and like, wow, I'm amazed by everything. But it, the way that his character is dressed, I loved it. Like the first time I saw the picture of all of them together, I was like, oh, this is cool. Maybe, I'm, I don't know how they got into the Jumanji world, but now I figured out how since the trailer. And uh, I plan on watching it. But... Here's the downfall to uh, the date that they uh, to watching this movie. The release day, I believe, is on the same day as uh, Star Wars. Ah, sorry, <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's not either the happen. same day or it's like the week uh, after. Is it could be the week before? But even if it's the week before, it should come out like spring break or something. Nah, they said it's gonna come out in December. They said something about Christmas. Oh no, no, I know, I know it's gonna come out Christmas, but I'm mm-hmm. saying it should have been like something like spring break. To be honest, they should have came- Christmas. You should push it back to January. To be honest, if it was me, I'm like, yeah, we got to push this to January because, um, yeah, as far as I know, for the next couple of years, Disney got a uh, Christmas on lock with all these Star Wars movies they got coming out. You can't. Disney got uh Disney has Christmas. That's Christmas. It. You can't do anything. Yo, they got Christmas and they got a uh, and they got a uh, Thanksgiving because they be coming out with Marvel movies and Thanksgiving That's around true. that. Oh my gosh. Um So if you're going to make a movie and you want it to do well, just do it in the summer. Yeah, that's summer the best time. That is the best time to come out with a movie, especially that movie. It seems like it's a summer movie. Right. I don't remember when Jumanji came out, but uh I do remember watching it in the summertime and uh in the summertime, yeah. yeah. I think I was out on, on vacation, on school vacation when it came out. I feel like I saw it in the wintertime, like around Christmas. Really? Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I, every... Maybe it was Flubber that I saw. I think it was Flubber mm-hmm. that I saw in the summertime. Because I just remember uh, Robin Williams with glasses. Could have been Hook, because he wore glasses in that movie, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... I don't know. I, I feel like Kevin Hart's going to do his typical jokes. Mm-hmm. Rock is going to try to be funny. Like, it's just, I don't know. And I, I, I get what they're doing. They switched it over to a video game because mm-hmm. they, they need to appeal to, I don't know if they're trying to appeal to a newer audience or they're trying to appeal to the audience that originally saw the original Jumanji since they're going to be playing this on an NES game mm-hmm. system. Like, they're, they're trying to be nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Um now, one thing I will say that about the original Jumanji that I did not like was the too much CGI. Like, the CGI monkeys looked horrible. They looked really bad. But At the time? At that time. Like, even at that time. Because this movie came out after Jurassic Park. And those things Everything looked so Everything after video. Jurassic Park kind of looked like trash. <laughs> 
everything. But what Jumanji did do well was the stuff that wasn't CGI, like the big ass spiders. Those were actually like animatronic. There was that giant fr- a flower that blossomed that yeah. had teeth mm-hmm. and was like about to swallow one of the characters. So if this movie can pull that off and do some like crazy, like weird looking beasts, but like make them you know like animatronic. I don't know. They didn't show any. They didn't show any like crazy <laughs> ass beast in the in the trailer at all. I think it's just gonna be there in the jungle and then they just have to fight these guys on motorcycles kind of thing and apparently there's a town because there was a point that you see the rock uh fighting some some people in like some type of it's either a town or some type of like ancient ruin kind of place but i really wasn't uh when i saw the trailer i was like oh okay cool i didn't give it like a second look or a third look should have but you know but i feel like none of those actors can capture the magic that robin williams had oh no 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 um, as far as I know, it's not going to happen. They're not going to pull that off. Um, and um, it's, it's just, I'm just thinking, I'm taking this movie as just another movie in the franchise, but something that's just standalone all by itself. Just based off of, there was the Jumanji movie, then there was an actual TV show that I enjoyed, and the TV show was about uh, some kids who were actually got trapped you know, it's basically the same thing that's happened in this movie. Like, they got trapped in the actual game kind of thing, which was pretty cool. Um, I just want to know how they're going to get past, like, how the actual game is going to play. It's not going to play like the board game. The board game is that you have to constantly roll dice. Yeah. And the world will come to you kind of thing. But uh, there was, like, it was just like a Monopoly. There was a chance that uh, you you can, it's like a go to jail kind of thing. If you go to jail in Jumanji, you actually go into the world of Jumanji kind of thing. But um, in this one, I guess you automatically go to jail off rip <laughs> and you just got to fight your way out, which is uh, going to be pretty cool. Just want to know. I want to see what kind of hookups are going to happen because I guarantee you some stuff is going to happen with uh, The Rock and probably Jack Black. That might be funny. <laughs> that might be that might be hilarious. Because there was one scene that uh, you see Jack Black was staring at The Rock. And he says something about uh, The Rock's body. And The Rock was saying, like, try not to cry, try not to cry kind of thing. And I was like, oh, my God. If if those two show like some type of chemistry, I'm going to fucking die laughing. Uh, another trailer that we have posted on Facebook that came out recently was Death Note. Yeah. What is Death Note? Because okay. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um <laughs> this is I know it's a movie coming straight to Netflix. It's an anime it's, movie. It's, it's a it's an anime. anime uh it was a comic it was a manga at first and it they turned it to an anime uh series and then from the anime series they turned it I think they already in in Asia they already made the movie and this is America's version of it. Now they're going to do American version. There was already controversy about um Oh, um, why is it not an all Asian cast or something like that? Or, you know, you know, there's always those typical like people like <laughs> we were talking about that with uh, the whole thing about a uh, Jumanji and stuff like that. It's like people are so quick to just be like, mm, wait, why kind of thing? They're so quick to do that kind of shit. But rather than just understanding what's happening here kind of thing. And, um. Yo, the cast, I already saw I already saw who they picked for the cast. 
Um, and I'm on board. I saw the trailer. I'm like, yeah, that solidified it. It's on Netflix. I'm not going to have to go to the movie theaters to watch it. So, fuck yeah. I'm watching it. <laughs> I never really liked the, the, the TV show because I just thought it was too much talk. Just like, I'm not really a fan of Dragon Ball Z, but I know the culture kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not a fan of Dragon Ball Z, but I know the culture. I see why I see why everybody's into it, but everybody's into it for the reasons why I like uh, action movies. Like, oh, I, I like those action scenes. I like those whole, the whole build-up kind of thing. But the thing about the uh, Death Note and Dragon Ball Z that I don't like is like they had a lot of talking. I'm watching a cartoon. <laughs> Cartoons that I watch, I don't like a lot of talking. I need a lot of action. I need show me. I don't want to know your backstory of why, who made you like this kind of thing. In anime, they do that a lot. And they go on like three or four episode long hiatuses of just, oh, you know, you know why I don't like to walk to the left or I don't like to turn left. And then they show you a whole history about when he was a kid and how his uh, his whole family died when he made a left turn. And it's like. I don't care, dog. Are you going to fight this guy, yes or no, kind of thing. And that's all I want to see, but that's what they do a lot. And in Death Note, there's a lot of talking. There's a lot of like, hmm. Like they're playing chess. But rather than watching somebody playing chess, think about somebody playing chess saying like uh, queen to E9. Hmm. Okay, pawn to E12, checkmate kind of thing. It'll be boring as hell rather than just seeing somebody playing. And they do that a lot in uh, these, what you call it, Dragon Ball Z and Death Note. But this show, if you haven't seen the the anime or the manga, I think if you watch it with fresh eyes, you're going to enjoy it. For what it is, the premise is basically, I might be wrong. If I'm wrong and uh, you want to complain, go fuck yourself. But (laughs) for the most part, this is what I, I think it's about. It's about a guy. Let's call him. Uh, let's call him Death Note, right? So he got this notebook, right? And what he does? Death Note has a notebook. <laughs> he has a notebook, and he writes Death Note. And he writes Death Notes because he's like, "Yo, hey, check it. I got these notes, right? But they deaf as fuck. And all he, he's a rapper. He's a rapper, and all his bars are like fire. But every time he says your name, he could put the time that he wants you to die." So he's like, all right, cool. He said, yo, yo, this so-and-so, yo, I want him to die tomorrow at this time. Boom. Say it. Boom. If he puts that in his notebook that's just full of just fire lyrics, you're going to die there because he has this demon who's going to come down and kill you at this time. But he just takes your soul kind of shit. And mind you, what he does is like he's like a hero in a way because he only goes after people who have wronged other people like who's a who's a robber who's a thief and stuff like that that's the only people he goes after and um he walks around and he gets to see he looks at he can look at you and he can see when you're gonna die like what year what time you're gonna die and stuff like that so he he's constantly walking around and he gets this he he looks at people in a different way ever since he has this power of you know death note being able to take notes kind of shit and now, since he know he has his power, you gradually see him. It's like a Breaking Bad kind of shit. He's a good guy. He's a good kid kind of thing. He's probably like standoffish because he's always being picked on. And now he's time. Now he's turning into like an evil person. But he's still killing like bad people. But it's like 
now he's starting to kill people who are getting too close to him, like who's trying to figure out who's killing all these people. So he's like, oh shit, yo, you gotta go now. So when he figures out that this person is getting too close, he kills this person. But killing this person opens up a whole new, a whole new uh, bag of tricks because now other people are like, why did this person die? So now they're trying to figure out. He, like, it's like he's trying to barricade other things, but bar- making barricade here is basically causing water to come in somewhere else, kind of shit. And that's what the the show Death Note is about. Um, hey, who's that big ass tall guy? That looks like the bad guy from Hercules. The bad guy from Hercules? Oh, that oh. dude. Oh, who's being played by... Um, uh, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. That Ooh. guy. That's the demon. That's... Uh, yo, when I found out that Willem Dafoe is being played... Uh, is playing uh, uh, Death Note's note book <laughs> demon guy? Shit. <laughs> when I found that out, I was like, yo, that's perfect. Because I'm not sure if everybody remembers, but there was this this car commercial that came out. And William Dafoe played the, de- the, the devil in the car commercial. I have never seen somebody so perfectly casted in my life in a car commercial. And I'm like, yo, why hasn't nobody used this guy as the devil before? This is going to be the closest that he's ever going to be able to play a devil in this thing. Because... Um, from the episodes that I have seen of the the anime, the the demon he really is he doesn't really act that demonic because uh, you know, and um, there's this ongoing trope in anime movies that uh, the most powerful person in the in the actual anime doesn't really act like they're all big and bad and shit like that. They act they actually act like they're they're funny. It's like the foolish king kind of thing. Like in uh, Naruto, the most powerful person in the whole fucking series, who was the villain, he was playing the fool until you finally figured out that oh, he's the badass kind of shit. Yo, there's you if if everybody think that American cinema is full of like cliche shit, watch some Asians, uh, what you call it? Watch some anime and Asian uh, cinema. They got the same shit and everything. Just like everybody's full of like just cliche shit, man. Like in uh, in Asian animes, if you're a person with glasses, you're the smartest person in the room. And every time you say some type of pun or some type of smart thing, you always touch your glasses like this. You always do like, well, I guess I got you. And then he just touches his glasses, just touches it, boom. And like, oh, he just says something real smart. And I don't know why they do this, but I guess it's just to just to push the narrative. But William Dafoe is going to play the the most badass dude. And I just hope that he doesn't play, uh, like, all giddy and stuff like that. I hope he plays real, like, demonic kind of thing. Like, real sinister kind of thing. Because he is a puppet at the end of it. Oh, because another thing, spoiler alert. At the end, like, this Death Note has been going around for a long time kind of shit. This notebook's been going around for a long time. But at the end of this whole thing, the guy, uh, Death Note guy, Def, uh, the guy's name Death Note, he doesn't know when he's going to die. But William Defoe's character does know when he's going to die. And he said that you're going to die when your note, your note taking is finished. Like when you're done, when I think, when I say that you're done taking all your notes kind of shit. When you finish writing all your bars kind of <laughs> shit, 
when you finish coming up with that that uh ten albums, when you're up to Jay Z status, you're done, B. When your title comes out, you're done. So that's that's the thing. It's like an ongoing battle because he doesn't know when he's gonna die, but this guy does kind of shit. It's it's gonna be complicated, but I guess they're gonna simplify it. I mean, it's Netflix; they all simplify shit. Uh, another trailer we got on the Facebook page is this is actually coming straight to video, the cult of Chucky. And I wrote uh, when we when I posted the trailer, like, how does this doll keep getting manufactured? Who's manufacturing this doll? I don't know. And I how have they not gone out of business? I don't know. Who it plays with those dolls? Sense. Who plays it's, with those dolls yo, anymore? It doesn't make any sense. Ah. Kids play with iPads. They don't play with dolls anymore. I don't even know what this movie's going to be about. I so in the in the there's a there's another Chucky movie. It's actually on Netflix now. It went straight to video. Um, it's the last one. It's called The Curse of Chucky. Mm-hmm. It's actually not that bad. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, what I like is the fact that they use the same guy's voice mm-hmm. that does Chucky like in all these movies. And the last one that's available on Netflix now, um, the main character is played by the, you know, the guy that does the voice of Chucky, his daughter in real life. Oh, really? She plays the main character. And she's like in a... She's like a quadriplegic, um, and he, I, to tell you the truth, I really don't remember the plot. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the movie? But ask Alexa to give us a, what you call it? Alexa, what is the plot to The Curse of Chucky? Hmm, I don't know that. Alexa, what is the plot? Stop. Sorry, I didn't catch that. Please try again. Alexa, what is the cult of Chucky? That's the new one. Cult of Chucky is an upcoming American supernatural slasher film written and directed by Don Mancini, who is the Child's Play franchise's creator and sole writer to date. Okay, and what's the name of the other movie? Uh, The Curse of Chucky. Alexa, what is the Curse of Chucky? Curse of Chucky is a 2013 American supernatural slasher film in the sixth installment of the Child's Play franchise. Six. Six installment. Yeah. So, Jesus Christ. This movie is supposed to be a continuation of the last one. Uh, what I did like about the last one is that <clears throat> they kind of steered away from the Bride of Chucky and the Seed of Chucky, where it was like comedic. Mm-hmm. This one went back to like, okay, it's a scary freaking doll killing everyone. So I guess this is a continuation. The girl ends up surviving. Um, and I guess she's trying to get away with Chucky. Trying to get away from Chucky. But she actually... Um, I thought she was paraplegic. Paraplegic, right? She no, no. Well, well, she's on a wheelchair. Okay. But um, she actually... Uh, at the end of the last movie, the little kid that was in the first three movies, Andy, yeah. his character, the act, the original kid is at the end of... The last movie like he hmm. shows up okay and so he's like back in the franchise now i guess he was desperate for work and uh <laughs> so now he's in this movie and i guess he's kind of like uh the the guru like he knows he chucky knows more than chucky. yeah uh, that he knows more than anybody about chucky so he's i don't know i guess he's like that wise words well, wise old guy the wise old man um <laughs> but uh i i 
I'm guessing because uh, it's died. A, cause it's a no, he didn't. He never died. Um, I'm guessing because it's a Universal movie. Hopefully, Halloween Horror Nights probably does like a haunted house. You know what I was thinking? You know, be a really creepy haunted house, man. You go in and it's a bunch of like small people dressed as Chucky, just running around. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. Also, that that's that's pretty fucking scary. You know, be <laughs> even more scarier. Like, let's say that you're over here walking, and if you're in the waiting line, you see dolls start looking at you. Oh, like, they follow shit. you like yeah. that. Like, they, <laughs> like, if they just have, like, some type of uh, tracking system that just follows you wherever you go kind of thing. And then once uh, once you look back, you know, their head, like, snaps back to, to the center kind of oh, shit. Oh, that would be cool. You'd be like, yo, yo, that doll is looking at you. This is Universal, if you're listening. That'd be uh, terrifying. Pat needs to get paid for that idea. Dolls are fucking scary. I kicked the doll before because I thought that shit was going to come. Now, the dolls are fucking scary. So, yeah. Oh, another one. You can't uh, miss uh, The Foreigner. Jackie Chan movie. As uh, Is he a villain? Because I realized that when I wrote that that uh, that post, I'm like, he's not really a villain. It's more like he's an anti-hero. So, this is like, to Jackie Chan, this is a villainous movie. But to, like... Regular like uh, Ben Affleck or uh, some type of uh, actor like that. This is just uh, an anti-hero movie because from the premise of what I got is uh, there was a terrorist attack that was caused and his daughter ends up dying. He goes to the embassy. I think this is they're in England, right? And uh, do they have embassies? Well, he goes to the parliament or whatever in the England. Uh, the Jolly Boys, or whatever they call themselves over there, and um, what happens is that uh, he, he tries to get information, and he's like, "Yo, man, I want some information." I'm paraphrasing the shit, but he says, "Yo, hey, can I get some some knowledge? Because, yo, my daughter just died over some some fuck shit, and I would like to know if y'all can solve this problem." And 007 was like, "Nah, man, hey, I I quit 007, and so I can't really help you. I'm sorry." Boom. Uh, Jackie Chan, uh, or what they call him? Well, they just call him Jackie in all his movies, so <laughs> there's really nothing there. So he blows up the place, and then uh, one of 007's uh, teammates, let's call him Q, he says, he said, "Yo, he just basically showed you that he can get to you anytime he wants." So now Jackie Chan ends up going around kicking ass because people are trying to chase him, and he's trying to get shit done. As far as I know, the movie looks like a Jackie Chan movie, but it looks kind of dark. It looks dark for a Jackie Chan movie because um, he ain't going to be doing his usual stunts, his happy-go-lucky stunts. This is more like a Jet Li kind of gig, to be honest with you. I'm surprised Jet Li turned this down because this is more his speed than it is Jackie Chan's speed. Well, I mean, did they even offer it to him? I don't know. It I just think they probably like, offered it to Jackie Chan because people just miss him. Yeah, Jackie and on top of that, it's like... Man, dude, is I haven't seen Jackie Chan be this dark before. Jet Li, I've seen him do dark stuff. But you know what else? Um, what other Asian actor who's getting like who who's uh, finally starting to pop? Who I remember watching him in the '90s and stuff. Oh man, he was in Star Wars Rogue One. What's that guy's name? Wait, I'm sorry. The, the there's an Asian actor who's starting to pop over here in, in the states. Oh, um. Rogue One. I forgot his name, but he was... Uh, I just saw a movie that he was in recently. And um, there you go. Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. 
I've seen all his movies. From like uh, Asian ones, I've seen uh, from the one from Korea, the ones over here and stuff. But it's just, it's like he finally like, he's finally picking up steam over here. I don't know how old, he's 53 years old, but he was in Triple X. Dude, doing moves that I couldn't do at 23. (laughs) (laughs) So this guy is freaking amazing, man. I'm so happy that he's finally, uh... oh wait, look at this. Yeah, I was, uh, I'm like, the thing that made him pop over here, it had to be Ip Man. Because I remember when that movie came out, I was asked so many times, have I ever, have I ever seen IP Man? Or <laughs> have I seen Ip Man? And I'm like, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Yo, you seen Ip Man? Have you seen IP Man? I'm like, you're talking about, like, the the internet address? <laughs> I said, no, I don't know my IP address, but okay, man. <laughs> So, you know, yeah, I've seen the movie kind of stuff, but I, I, I get it. I get it. It's a it's a pretty solid movie and everybody's in on him now. I mean, he's done amazing movies and like he's one of those he's one of those guys that is one of those. Th- like if you just found out about him now, you know, look it to his back catalog and see all the work that he's done in the past and you'll be mind blown. He'll be your favorite. He'll jump up to your. Your, your top five uh, action movie stars real quick. Guaranteed. Because that dude is fucking amazing. Um, and then the last trailer we have that we recently posted was The Inhumans. Mm. Which I don't know anything about. Um, I'm looking it up right now. It's a fictional race of superhumans appearing in American, American comic books published by Marvel Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, comic book series has usually focused more specifically on the adventures of the Inhuman royal family which yeah. i'm sure the show is focusing on because they look like a royal family and it has trailer. a black bolt in it this guy has he has enough power in his voice to um i'm not really sure but it's i think like really powerful sound waves no nah, like he can he can destroy like the world with just saying another word like just saying one word kind of thing like that's why he doesn't speak in the trailer, that's why I realized that it was him, because I didn't know about the royal family or anything like that either. But then when I was like, "Wait, this was to be in the same universe as uh, the Shield?" Because you saw the way they were dressed, right, and the tattoos and stuff. I'm like, "Whoa!" As soon as I saw that girl's hair, and she had like, um, she had like, her hair was blonde, but she had like a black strip that just went around like her hair. And I'm like, "This can't be like present day," because she would be laughed at she was on the streets but uh i'm like okay so they're like in some type of secluded area or something but as soon as i saw that uh the guy from game of thrones how i know that because i've seen the memes the guy from game of thrones he was saying like so you will kill me with your voice kind of thing and just when he was about to say something he was like oh i'm like oh that guy must be black bolt then he gets sent to earth by some big ass dog and um, I thought it was going to be a movie, to be honest. I thought the Inhumans were going to be a movie, yeah. but they just turned it into a TV show. But this was this TV show was shot on IMAX. Yeah. And it is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, yeah. It was announced as like their Phase 3 yeah, so, part or whatever. Uh, it looks real TV-ish. You know what I mean? It looks real ABC-ish. looks yeah. real like network television-ish. And... Um, it's funny because this show is supposed to be connected to Agents of Shield. Yeah. When I saw the trailer, I literally thought of Agents of Shield. Like yeah. it has like that 
I think it's like probably the same production team. Yeah, like it has like the same it, cinematography. It just looked like um, maybe it was the coloring or everything. Yeah, it was like the coloring. Um, I don't like it. Yeah, it just to me it just took me as like I was watching uh oh, what's the name of that what's the name of that show that's think, on ABC. Uh, I think all these all these primetime networks Modern need, Family. Yeah. He gave me that Modern Family yeah. look I, and I'm um, like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I think uh I think all these primetime networks need to take some notes from Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon on yeah. how to and film these prime the show. and these prime channels like HBO stars yeah. and Showtime because HBO stars and Showtime have taken notes. Well, no, my bad. They've already been giving notes to uh, Netflix and stuff because HBO stars and Showtime have been killing it. And now they just up their game even more with all these new shows like um, American Gods and um, oh, we found out there's some news saying that uh, HBO is going to be uh, producing a series, the Watchmen series. Which is like, yo, I mean, if they're going to do that, I already, I'm on board. <laughs> I'm on board since they're going to come up with something like that. And that's amazing. And if they're going to come up with something like that, and then you're going to have some shows that are going to be like the Inhumans looking kind of like, it looks really family oriented. Which I'm not, no, no, I'm saying that that's bad. Don't make <laughs> it look family oriented because nowadays... If you're doing family shows, families are not going to watch it. Because your fans are not going to watch it. Guaranteed. You need to do shows because there are families who are watching Game of Thrones. There are families who are watching uh, American Gods. There are families who are watching uh, shows on Netflix that are not really family-oriented kind of thing. So don't go for the whole family. Just go for like a, a certain demographic. Hit that demographic, and I guarantee the whole family will watch. They may, they may not watch it all together because, guaranteed, uh, I don't know a family nowadays that watches television all together anymore. Who who does that? Why? <laughs> Why would you do that when you when uh what you call when the kid Bobby Bobby the kid can be watching the same show that you watched an hour ago? He could be watching on his laptop. Uh, Sarah can be watching it on her. Uh, on her MacBook or whatever, or her iPad. And, you know, you guys are all watching the same show, but not at the same time kind of thing. So, eventually, they're going to watch it. And you're going to get those You're going to get those likes. You're going to get those those clicks. You're going to get those memes. You're going to get those gifts. You're going to get all that stuff. Maybe not sitting down. I think that's, a, that's the problem with network television. They still are in this 90s era that they think that families are sitting down at a certain time watching TV when... Nobody's sitting down watching TV when when live anymore. Nobody's watching TV live like that anymore, unless it's like a sporting event. And even then, um, they say they're they're saying that the NFL, NBA are losing losing what you call it. Uh, their finals are losing numbers every year because nobody's like, yeah, you know what I mean. Why watch it live when I could just watch it later, kind of thing? Unless you're going out. Kind of and and sports you watch live, TV shows and movies you don't watch live. You just watch it whenever you can. I am not gonna be holding to, like leaving where me having fun, being like yo I have to go home at eight. I gotta get home by eight o'clock just so I can watch this show. Fuck that show. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I watch it later. Kind of thing. That's what this world has given us now. We have. 
We put the power back in our in our pockets now. We can watch the TV show or movie anytime we want. So you can't stop us. And they that's what they gotta that's what they gotta figure out because that ABC show uh Inhumans, I saw it and I'm like, maybe they need to make the coloring a little bit more darker because to me it was like uh bright. It was just too bright for T V. Too bright for for me to watch. Yeah, um, I think that's pretty much it for the for this episode. I've been Pat, and this was Kev, and we shall catch y'all at the tell slate. Yes, and that was our episode. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Uh, the song that you're listening to is Tequila from The Champs. This is the Vinny Maniscalco remix. This song was used in the last and most recent trailer of Baby Driver. Hmm. This song is, uh, well, original is called Tequila. And this is like, uh, are they going to be rapping in this one? There's or? no rap. It's just like, it's the song, but with like a trap beat in the background. Oh, okay. All right. It is what it is. <laughs> I see that they didn't put that in the movie, but uh, well, I mean, the movie was strictly just uh, nothing classics. but classics. So, I mean, other than that, um, yeah, got really nothing much to cover because we already covered. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the show Glow? On uh, I started watching it because of you, and yes, it's awesome. Yeah. The show is, is fucking dope. I, and my wife started watching it, and she's in love with it. She says that that's her new favorite show. It's a good show. It's a it's a freaking funny show. Uh, Allison Bree's character, she's already the Russian in your part. Well, how far? Did oh no, you go? I I just saw the. I think I saw the first two episodes. The first I two. I gotta continue okay. watching. All right. Yeah, she uh, her character development of uh, who she wants to be is freaking awesome. And uh, the other girl, the what you call who's supposed to be her uh, her opposite, she has some character growth to do. And I'm like, yo, everything is it's amazing. Every, you you start to love every character in that show. You start to love every single one of them, and it it's like, man, you're invested fully, fully invested on that show. But um, you want to call this episode? Yeah. All right. So uh, this is the tell slate once again. I have been Pat. And this was Kev. And we'll see y'all next time. And tequila.